Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Banker Next Door. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Berquist. Today, we're going to be talking about um, loan participations and syndications. Uh, so basically had some things come up this week that kind of reminded me of this topic, something I wanted to go over and share with everyone today. So I'm going to bring in a my other screen here for a minute, and we're going to go into. So first thing I want to say is uh, this is something that I get every day. It's called the BID Daily Newsletter. Um, it's generally just for bankers. Um, you can subscribe to it for free. It doesn't doesn't cost anything, uh, but you got to go to their website and sign up. And it's basically the, the PCBB is, is what you're looking for. Um, if you're not a banker, uh, I don't know that they'll necessarily let you subscribe, but you can still go to their website and get the newsletter every day. You don't necessarily need to subscribe to it to get it. But anyway, um, so they had their uh, one of the newsletters this week that they put out that talked about loan participations and um, syndications. So I wanted to get in here and I wanted to kind of talk about that for a few minutes and break that down for everybody. So first, I want to give the definitions of each one of these things. So the first one is a loan participation. You know, what is that? Okay, so several financial institutions can partner in a participation agreement, but all the work goes through the lead lender who works directly with the borrower. The participants buy shares of the loan from the lead lender, so borrowers may not know who the other participants are. If the loan defaults, only the lead lender can deal with the borrower. There are a number of ways to join a loan participation. Um, and then it says, you know, PCB offers, you know, loan uh, participation product for buying and selling loan participations. And with a real estate syndication, that would be two or more financial institutions can join together in a loan syndication that makes a loan to a borrower. The syndication agreement sets out the relationship rules for the lenders and an administrator services the loan. The borrower would work with each syndicate lender for the portion of the funding that the lender supplied and any decisions regarding the loan are made through the administrator. So two very different uh, two very different loan products there, but a great way for banks to, to grow their loan portfolios in, in very different ways. So, um, so before I get into how the bank would use these different things as part of their strategy, I want to talk a little bit about um, how a, how a bank has to operate in certain regards. So every bank has what's called a legal lending limit. Uh, that legal lending limit is established through a calculation uh, that has a number of different parts into it. I don't want to get uh, how I want to get into the weeds, kind of dealing into what that is. I just want everybody to understand that every bank has one. So every bank has a legal lending limit, and then every bank, for the most part, has what's called a house limit. So uh, I'll use kind of some some simple numbers here. So say you had a uh, bank that was a billion dollars in assets. Um, their legal lending limit might be, say, it's, say it's fifteen million dollars. So they have a legal lending limit of fifteen million dollars. Now that fifteen million dollars is limited to based. It can be based on relationship size. It can also be re, uh, based on just a single loan to any one corporation or individual. Um, so in other words, what, so effectively, what that means is, say you have. Um, I don't know, you have John Roberts over here who has a business and then he also invests in real estate. 
and the bank has you know 10 loans out to him totaling you know 14.5 million so at, at that point you know he's kind of running up against the cap and they're they're probably going to going to cut him off at some point and basically say hey listen we can't do anything more for you unless they look at participation deals now the other thing is the house limit so just because a bank has a legal lending limit of again say 15 million dollars doesn't mean they're necessarily going to push up against that limit. They might set a house limit. They might say, hey, our legal lending limit is 15 million, but we're gonna set the house limit at, at 13 or 14 million, meaning that once they, they get to that threshold, again, they're gonna they're gonna kind of stop um, unless they have a unless there's something new there that's that's kind of pushing them to go beyond that limit. But again, that's where the the participation could come in. So if you're a smaller bank, if you're a bank, let's say under $10 billion and you're you're trying to grow your, your loan portfolio and you want exposure to some bigger credits that can help you, you know, you know, hit your numbers every year as it were, but also, you know, you might be focusing on a certain segment. You might say, hey, we, we would really love to get uh, a little bit more industrial properties. We'd really like to get some really nice multifamily holdings in our loan portfolio well again the participation in the syndication loan products are a great way to go about doing that so a participation again that's just a loan that you're going to do with another bank you're going to team up with another bank to do that and the key thing there is who is the lead bank who is taking that on there now if you are the lead bank in that situation when you do the deal the borrower is not they're they're not even going to be privy to the other bank. They they really for the most part should not have any contact with the other bank. Um, they should be kind of blind to what's going on there. Now, uh, the bank should divulge to that client that hey, we're going to participate this deal with another bank, uh, but they don't necessarily have to tell that borrower who the other bank is because a lot of times it's not going to be a bank in your area. It's going to be a bank in another and it may possibly another state another area of your state, for example, like I'll use, um, so like uh, where I'm at in Pennsylvania, uh, if, if I'm in Southeastern PA, I might maybe look to a bank that's out in the Pittsburgh area, or my, I might look, look to a bank that's in, you know, central PA, uh, not necessarily somebody, a bank that's right next to me or right down the street from me. So, so again, so the borrower wouldn't necessarily, you know, know the bank that, that you're working with on, on this participation deal per se. Um, but that participation agreement, I mean, again, that's a great way for a bank to be able to con to be able to continue lending to a specific borrower if it's coming close to hitting its house limits. It's also a great way for a bank to continue to grow their loan portfolio by, you know, bringing in larger credits, you know, hopefully nicer credits. Uh, that you're bringing in that, you know, throwing off really good cash flow, have really good collateral, and, and you can feel really secure in that. Now, a syndication is that's where you have multiple banks involved in that. And typically, you know, syndication deals are something that are going to get done amongst much, much larger banks. Um, and what happens in that realm, say you have uh, Bank of America and Bank of America has got a uh, $100 million deal that they're working on for somebody and they're saying hey we don't we don't want that whole hundred million we want to we want to call the term in the industry would be laying off we want to lay off some of that some of that exposure on that credit to some other players so they they would you know reach out to a bunch of the regional banks and basically say hey you know did, you know we've got this hundred million dollar loan maybe we only want you know 
70 million of it. We want to lay off 30 million. So we find a bunch of players that'll take, you know, five or 10 million a piece on that, on that credit. Um, and that's generally how that would work. And again, the, uh, again, as per the definition that we just looked at here, the administrator, so you would have, you know, the syndicate lender, you know, for the portion of the funding that the lender supplied and any decisions regarding the loan are made through the administrator of that, of that syndication. So you, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a big bank. It could be somebody else that's administrating, being the administrator of that loan syndication. Um, but again, uh, very interesting, again, very interesting loan products. I just, I, I saw that this week. I thought this would be a topic that, that people would be very interested in, in hearing about and maybe trying to understand a little bit more about, particularly if you're a, you know, if you're a small business owner out there that is involved in a participation right now, maybe you're trying to understand just a little bit more about the inner workings of that and how, how it works. Um, so, um, and again, the participation that was, I actually did you know, earlier in my career, um, I actually did a lot of participation deals. I actually thought they were really cool, uh, really interesting because a lot of times they were bigger, more complex credits. Um, and what was nice is that, you know, you got to meet a lot of your peers from different banks, uh, a lot of different bank executives and stuff that you would deal with would, would call you up. But typically, you know, how it would work is, uh, you know, a bank president would call the chief lending officer at my bank and basically say, Hey, we've got this credit. Would you guys be interested in taking a piece of this? And you'd say, yeah. And then you'd start, you know, talking with your the other lenders and credit people, other counterparts at, at the, whatever bank you were dealing with, and then trying to, uh, you know, trying to piece that deal together and see if you could make it work. And, um, uh, again, typically, and then typically what's going to happen with that. So if, if I'm, if, if you're not the lead bank, you're just the participating bank in that credit. Uh, what's going to happen is you're going to reach out to the lead bank every year and you're just going to say, hey, you know, can you share the updated financials on that credit? They, they'll they give you what they have. Uh, you know, typically they'll send you over a package and, and you know, you're going to treat that like any other mortgage or, or term debt facility that you have on your loan portfolio. I mean, you're going to you're going to analyze that. You're going to underwrite it. You're going to review it every year um, and then put some type of a risk rating on it and, and continue to monitor it just as you would anything else. Um, now, what risks are there with participations? Because uh, I'm sure some people might have said, hey, what's what's the dangers here? OK, so now I'm going to share with you. So Ocean First Financial, this was an article actually a couple weeks ago in the banking update episode that I did. I talked about kind of I talked about this very briefly. So Ocean, Ocean First Financial, they had a write off of a participation loan. So it says right here in this article, Ocean First Financial Corp warned warned investors that it's expected a charge off of between six or uh, seven, I'm sorry, 7.65 million and 8.5 million related to its participation in a $98 million loan to a borrower managed by a real estate fund. Um, and then what else? So the loan originated in June 2019 and is secured by an office building in New York. So, you know, office building in New York City. Um, they took a charge off of again, you know, 7.65 to 8.5 million. So, and again, this is, this was, you know, this was a part, they described this as a participation deal that they did with another bank. So this is a perfect example is a $98 million loan. Some bank called them and basically said, Hey, we want to lay off a piece of this to you, say, you know, 8 million bucks and then send it off to them. And they, they did it. And, um, so and then unfortunately in this case it, it went it went bad and they basically had to write the whole thing off. So 
And this sometimes like this can be the danger of, of doing these participation loans because they're they're great because you can get these these nice credits. You can get these larger deals that can really help you grow your loan portfolio. But you can also get stung really bad if these deals go bad, if they go if they go bad and go sideways on you, you could end up you know, writing off the whole thing and, and you don't again, you're not the lead bank. So you're not the primary contact with the customer. So you really don't have a lot of control, as it were, as to what's going on. Now, depending on the participation agreement that you sign, you know, you can you can force the lead bank to potentially buy your your exposure back. Uh, so again, if they had the eight million dollars out there, they could have potentially tried to force the lead bank to buy their exposure bank. But unfortunately, as we see in this case right here, that didn't always work. I mean, odds are they're they're the lead bank in this case is probably going to be trying to work the deal out, uh, probably probably try to dispose of the asset at some point and then get you know as much money back as they can for it, and then and then probably you know pay Ocean First something back down down the road after they've you know, gone for foreclosure and liquidation and, and that entire process. Um, so that is kind of the gist of, of uh, participations and syndications. It's a, uh, like I said, it's a, I think, I think doing participations syndications can be a really good strategy for growing your commercial loan portfolio. If, if you're a smaller bank, it's a great way to help you grow your portfolio in, in a, in a, in a quicker fashion. If, if you're trying to grow relatively quickly, um, and if you're a larger bank, it can help you continue to do deals and lay off some of that credit exposure to other banks, uh, thus, you know, helping you again to, you know, keep down the overall risk and exposure in your credit portfolio and also allowing you to continue lending to other customers as well. So, uh, so again, very neat, very neat uh, products there. I hope uh, everybody enjoyed that. But uh, make sure, don't forget to go to the bankernextdoor.com, check out the website, and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. We're on YouTube, Rumble, and all major podcast platforms, and, and please don't forget to leave a comment down below if there's um, anything that you find interesting or, or unique about uh, participations and syndications, or if you have some experience in that realm, we'd certainly love to hear from you. But um, hope you enjoyed this episode and hope to talk to you again real soon. Thank you very much.